I don't have time for a long intro today because I've got to get right into this question that has had me reevaluating so much in my life in the past couple months. So buckle up. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl next door, Christian mentor and life coach. And for the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. I've got some amazing resources available for you, like prayer cards, Bible journaling boot camp, a free powerful prayer guide, and so much more. So head to hiswordmywalkpodcast.com and grab what you need. And while you're there, if you'd like to support this show and this mission, you can simply click the button that says, buy me a coffee. Your generosity in prayer, in reviews, in encouragement, and yes, in those cups of, well, tea in my case, means so much to me as I continue to pour out what God puts in me. So now, lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into this. All right, y'all. Can you believe it? Episode 100. This is wild. Now, I'm fully aware that this may be the first episode of this podcast that you're even listening to. Great. Welcome. (laughs) You've got a library of topics that are covered and great teachings to scroll through. And what's even more wild is that I know there are some of you who have been here from the beginning, like from before I even said yes to God, asking me to have a podcast, asking me to speak, asking me to share. Gosh, thank you. Week after week, you've stayed with me and what I believe God has asked me to share, and I'm so, so grateful. If there's anything I can ask of you, it's this. Please keep me in your prayers as well. Like often I battle privately and I battle hard and victory is the Lord's, which means victory is mine too through him. And I just want to be really honest with you that although preparing these episodes and getting them to you are one of my favorite parts of each week, it's a battle and it's tough. The enemy attacks. So as you listen or when you think of me, if you could just stand strong with me in this calling and in praying for the ears that hear these words and for the hearts that they're softened and prepared for each episode. Thank you so, so much. Okay, check out these statistics. It's, it's pretty wild. Now, I didn't cross check a lot of these, but I knew it was an astounding amount. So I just wanted to share what I found. 90% of podcasts don't get past episode three. And of the remaining 10%, 90% of those don't make it to episode 20. The quote in this article says this, the reality is most people quit when something doesn't work or instantly show results. Sound like a quote you have lived by at some point? The reality is most people quit when something doesn't work or instantly show results. Well, here's the thing. If you've listened to me even just for the previous episode or for all 99 of the previous episodes, not including bonus ones, you know this podcast is out of obedience to God for me. So now here's a fresh perspective and challenge for you. That business, that relationship, that podcast, book you're writing. Have you wanted to quit when it didn't quote work or instantly show results? Don't lie now. It's in us. This is why there's always new classes, people joining programs, personal development, business coaches, all the things. And I've done it. I was in a business coaching program for a year. Did it yield the results I thought it would? No. And with full confidence and boldness, the thing I learned and share often is this. As I would ask the Holy Spirit to help me examine myself, y'all know by now that's the question I hit daily. Here's what the question back at me was. 
Kayla, will you listen to what you believe God's telling you or asking you to do above the person you're paying to tell you what to do? In simpler terms, whose business is it anyway? Whose podcast is it anyway? So like, what's the definition of or the answer to did it work? Or what are the instant results I'm looking for? And which are the ones God is looking for? Do you know what quite possibly is my favorite part of this podcast? It's the one message, the one DM on social media, the one woman who reaches out to say how an episode touched her, the one woman who messages me and asks me to pray for her, asks to learn more, asks to go deeper. And even that, even keeping that mindset, the mindset of the one, even that's a battle sometimes. There's statistics, there's other podcasts, there's growth, there's all the things, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to see all those things and metrics as data to help with growth and to help to get these episodes out in front of more women and still focus on the one. Oh, side note, just prior to this episode, we just hit 20,000 downloads. I'm so grateful for that. And when someone I follow shared just last week that she hit 200,000 downloads, again, that's a battle that I fight. So all this to say, I haven't quit. Not because I'm not a quitter but because I fully believe this is where God is calling me. And that goes back to the past two episodes of obedience, faithfulness, and stewardship. Okay, let me get right into what I've got for you today because this one has been not just on my heart to share with you for, well, almost a couple months, but one that has been working in me. Like one that has had me having to check myself. Like sometimes not even needing to ask the Holy Spirit to help me examine myself. Sometimes this right here, I could just examine myself if I would be honest. I'm not quite sure how to break this one up, so I'm just going to go for it. Here's what I felt like the Holy Spirit asked me in a very matter-of-fact way a couple months ago. Kayla, are you extending yourself necessary grace? Oh, we like that question, right? (laughs) Wait, he wasn't done. Kayla, are you extending yourself necessary grace or are you being lazy? Y'all... When I tell you I've had to rethink through this one daily for the past couple months, and I actually think this will be a question I check in with myself in so many ways forever now. Well, what is grace? Well, it's usually defined biblically as undeserved favor from God, right? Like we are saved by faith through grace. Grace cannot be earned. It's something that we are freely given by God. We actually count on God's grace in our relationship with him because if we're honest, we are a mess and especially compared to the kingdom of God. And he knows that. So he extends grace to us, undeserved favor. Y'all, there are actually so many different definitions of grace in the dictionary. Of course, this one biblically. And then what about like a grace period? It's an extended period granted for special favor. So As I'm going through these, like one definition is a short prayer before a meal. Yep, got it. Simple elegance, like moving with grace, like a swan. And now I'm over here like, well, which one is it when I show myself grace or give myself grace? Okay, I'm actually like in this right now. Like I'm letting you right into my mind as I'm studying. So which kind of grace do I extend to myself? Am I extending myself undeserved favor? Am I giving myself an extended time? Like what actually is it? Well, a little Google search, and I landed on this piece that gives pretty much what I'm trying to say. Check this out. Grace. It offers relief in the midst of serious transgressions, like failing to show up for an important moment or betraying a promise. Giving yourself grace is permission to forgive your mistakes, lapses in judgment, and hurtful behavior because no one is perfect. There. 
That's kind of what I'm trying to say. Offering relief and permission to forgive your mistakes, lapses in judgment, and hurtful behavior because no one is perfect. Extending grace to yourself. This might look like not going to the gym on a random Tuesday when you always go on Tuesdays. Maybe it's having that special sugary drink that you gave up, but today is a day and you just really want that. Maybe it's sleeping in past your alarm when usually you're up and in the Bible and getting the kids' lunches finished and, well, today they're taking money to eat lunch at school. Maybe it's not putting that $100 into savings this month and it's using it for something else. See, grace is that permission to forgive yourself. It's the understanding that you have commitments that you've made and you're going to make this decision that may seem contrary and you're going to not feel guilty and shameful about it. You're choosing grace for yourself. So here's what happened to me. And remember, I'm just sharing really openly with you through my thoughts, my conversations with the Lord in hopes that it helps you too. So should I be extending grace to myself every day? Like, how often should I extend grace to myself? Over and over? Does the Bible say? And now the nitty gritty of biblical understanding of what does the Bible say? Of the truth. God's grace is God's grace to give. And we get to receive it. I can't give God's grace to myself and I can't give that unmerited favor of God to myself. I can't give that kind of grace. I get to receive it. I get to live in it. Let me go a little bit deeper. Romans chapter 11, verse 6. And since it is through God's kindness, then it is not by their good works. For in this case, God's grace would not be what it really is, free and undeserved. You literally cannot work to earn God's grace. You literally cannot work to earn salvation. I love this verse so much because it's so matter of fact. In this case, God's grace would not be what it really is, free and undeserved. And I'm going to insert a plug right here of probably my top tip in consistency and understanding the Bible. Choose a translation that is best for you. See, this same verse in the New King James Version says this, And if by grace, then it is no longer of works. Otherwise, grace is no longer grace. But if it is of works, it is no longer grace. Otherwise, work is no longer work. I could try to dissect that over and over. Yet in the New Living Translation, I totally understand with one pastor. And since it is through God's kindness, then it is not by their good works. For in this case, God's grace would not be what it really is, free and undeserved. Boom. Okay, well, what about 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9? Fun fact, this one sentence is written in red letters in my Bible, meaning Jesus spoke it. Yet it's Corinthians, like Jesus is not walking on the earth. This is actually the scenario when Paul is praying to God and asking God to take away this thorn in his flesh. He asked three times, and here's verse 9. Each time he said, My grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. My grace is sufficient. Have you heard that? God's grace is sufficient. God's grace gives me his favorable influence, divine influence, whatever he has asked me to do. No matter what I think my issues are or what's troubling me, his grace is sufficient. Like in other words, what I'm struggling with in the world, it has no influence on God's plan and purpose. Oh, this is getting good because if you can remember the main question of this episode, I hope it's playing back in your mind right now. And I feel like this turned into a good teaching about grace, and I am all for that. So let's go big now. Let's go to our sin and God's grace. Romans chapter 5, verses 20 and 21. God's law was given so that all people could see how sinful they were. 
But as people sinned more and more, God's wonderful grace became more abundant. So just as sin ruled over all people and brought them to death, now God's wonderful grace rules instead, giving us right standing with God and resulting in eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. God's grace. There's a scripture about growing in grace and knowledge. Can we do that? Is it possible? Well, the Bible says it is. Y'all, I'm not ashamed of a good Google search one bit, and then I test it with God's word. Not everything on Google is the truth, so test, test, test. Remember that God cannot and will not contradict himself. And with that said, this statement from gotquestions.com had me like, yes, I could not have said it any better, like at all. Here's what they said. To grow in grace does not mean gaining more grace from God. God's grace never increases. It is infinite. It cannot be more. And according to the nature of God, it could never be less. He gave his only son so that whoever believes in him should be saved, John 3:16. How much more grace could there possibly be than that? But to grow in grace is to grow in our understanding of what Jesus did and to grow in our appreciation of the grace we have been given. The more we learn about Jesus, the more we will appreciate all he has done, and the more we appreciate his love and sacrifice for us, the more we will perceive the never-ending grace of God. Oh, that's so good. So are we clear? God's grace is for the heart of repentance, and with that, it never runs out. That is God's unmerited favor. This grace you're giving yourself and showing yourself, it is not the same. Your grace can't touch your sin. God's grace handles that. Don't get it twisted. Grace is not an excuse to sin. Grace is not giving the allowance with no guilt or shame for sin. Sin is sin. And God's grace covers that with your repentance. I hope I'm being super clear here. Like usual, I didn't see this episode going this way with so much teaching about grace, almost uh, what is it and what is it not type of feeling as I'm studying, but this is how I was learning, so this is how I'm teaching. Y'all know I'm curious and I ask a lot of questions, and this is truly how my time with God goes so often. Like it seems like a rabbit trail, but with God, those rabbit trails lead to more understanding and more clarity. It's so, so awesome. Okay, so you got it, right? The grace you're extending to yourself for guilt-free choosing a whole day of Hallmark movies and a jigsaw puzzle instead of working on your business. What, am I the only one? That kind of grace is totally different. It's a different definition. That's not God's grace. So now, let's talk about that. I'll just cut right to the chase now. I started to get so good at showing myself grace, at extending grace to myself, those guilt-free one-offs, that they weren't one-offs anymore. Like I told myself I was extending grace so as to not feel the guilt and to truly take myself off the hook. But the real truth I had to face, as the Holy Spirit so eloquently told me, Kayla, you're being lazy. And here's the next thing that came after I ignored that question for days, then justified my actions or inactions. The next thing I believe the Holy Spirit said was this, people are depending on you, on this. And this statement, I didn't receive as a pressure kind of anyway, not in a way of all these people need me to do this to pay their bills, but literally there are women out there who follow me, who listen to me, who watch my life. And in my laziness, yep, I can flat out say it now, it's taken two months or more. It's been a process and I've been working through it. Oh, the conversation I'm having with the Holy Spirit right now at this moment. Well, it was in my prep time, but oh, it's like, Kayla, you were trying to give yourself grace, and it was well and good until you let it be the excuse. 
And that grace now allowed you to slowly slip into not just laziness, but willful disobedience. Oh my goodness, y'all, I need you to hear this. This is my for real truth. And I'm not going to be shameful in even sharing this now. There I was, focusing on obedience, faithfulness, stewardship, and giving myself so much grace that I actually wasn't walking in those. You know that three-day grace period for your rent or mortgage? Yeah, well, eventually that grace period runs out, right? Like, you got to do the thing. Like, you have to pay up. Not God's grace. Remember, I'm not talking about God's grace right here. Let me share a couple more scriptures. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 4. Lazy people want much, but get little. But those who work hard will prosper. Proverbs chapter 10, verses 4 and 5. Lazy people are soon poor. Hard workers get rich. A wise youth harvests in the summer, but one who sleeps during harvest is a disgrace. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 24. Work hard and become a leader. Be lazy and become a slave. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 23. Work brings profit, but mere talk leads to poverty. Look, I could keep going. And why am I quoting so many scriptures from Proverbs? I mean, does it matter? God's word is God's word. And if you don't know, Proverbs is noted as one of the wisdom books. It's God's wisdom personified. So get in there. There's some juicy stuff in there, like some great wisdom. And with all the wisdom, there's a lot of talk and teaching about laziness included. So my challenge to you is to ask yourself this question. Here's how this has really played out in my life. My morning time with God in his word, it had gotten lazy. That's the real truth I had to settle with. At first it was grace. I was exhausted and truly believed my body needed the extra sleep. And then I was scheduling calls to serve others or I would say I would go back to it later in the day, but I didn't. Lazy. And why lazy now? The only answer is that my priorities had switched up. And it's truly okay to have priorities switch up as long as God and time with him is number one. So was it that I wasn't spending any time with God? No. In fact, it was just kind of the opposite, actually. My morning walks with the Lord, they were thriving. Our morning walk and talks, thriving. Yet the Bible is crucial to my growth. And in that instance, what started as giving myself grace had become laziness. You may be like, oh, Kayla, that's not lazy. You truly do spend time with him. You were still reading the Bible. And hey, let me say this. This question is individual. I don't need you to coddle me and try to convince me to show myself more grace when the Holy Spirit has already convicted me. Don't try to be my Holy Spirit. And that right there is why this has been months of me dealing with this personally before sharing it. In my life, this right here is not up for debate or open for opinions. This was an eye-opening conversation I had with the Lord. You're just hearing about it after months of putting in the necessary work to move forward. My body, my physical health, let's talk about it. That giving yourself grace thing, oh, pro level. <laughs> Honestly, it didn't start that way. My fitness competition, personal training days, my gym every day, six pack abs, you know those days. I actually exchanged those for walks with the Lord, loving hiking, at home workouts here and there, and my trampoline. And that grace actually turned into a new kind of love. See, I actually was so proud of myself that I could look in the mirror in a swimsuit and not have the body shame around not seeing muscles. Um, I was enjoying the treats with my niece and nephew. I was actually really proud of myself in those days. And this one question helped me take the turn. And I say helped me because it went too far. Grace is one thing. Laziness is another. And I realized that I had been lazy. 
And not lazy in working out, not lazy in lifting weights, but lazy in stewarding my body with a standard of excellence. So I've been tightening that up too. Here's what I want you to get out of this episode. I want you to challenge yourself. And for once, I'm not even going to encourage you to ask the Holy Spirit to help you examine yourself. I'm challenging you to do it. I'm challenging you to be honest. That one question, Kayla, are you extending yourself necessary grace or are you being lazy? Put your name in there and put your name in there and then be honest with yourself. Keep in mind that what you just listened to in the previous episodes about obedience, faithfulness, and stewardship, then ask yourself again and put your name in it. It gives it like a little more oomph, right? One quick final thing. I know I didn't hit this hard in this episode, but if the truth is that you need to extend yourself the necessary grace, then extend yourself the necessary grace. And remember, grace is shame-free and guilt-free. Your grace, not God's. God's grace is God's grace. Okay, y'all, let's pray. God, oh, you are so good. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for the gift of your grace and that we can have full confidence that your grace is sufficient. Through every hard time, through every good time, your grace is sufficient. Lord, I lift up the one listening right now and I pray that this message has caused them to pause for a moment and think. Think about the goodness of your grace and the undeserved favor that you give to us oh so freely. And Lord, I pray that it has caused them to think about their own lives, especially in what you have called them and created them to do. Holy Spirit, help them to recognize any shifts that they need to make in themselves, not in others. Help them to sit and think through this question for themselves, not for others. You are our Lord, our Savior, our God, and our King. This life here on earth is for your glory. We will no longer be lazy. We repent of our lazy ways and receive your grace. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining me this week. My prayer is that this episode was able to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and challenge your body. The His Word My Walk podcast is here to serve you. So if you haven't already, you can check out more of my programs and services at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Kayla Praise. If you could do me a quick favor and leave a written review in your listening app, I would really appreciate it. I'll see you next time.